Anthony and Kulisewski were two of the most underperforming uh, midfielders based on their draft rank oh. and their current uh, points now. Mm-hmm. But it's because Kulisewski didn't get assist for that uh, for Sars goal because it took a deflection off Martinez. Oh. And so I have faith that he will create more like that and we'll get more credit. For sure. Stuff. But it's interesting that you talk about Spurs and Man United because, because there's some controversy in the match. And Christian Romero at the center of it. Which he's never usually at the center of con- controversy. Controversy. Isn't that how some British yeah. pundits oh, say? Absolutely. Yeah, controversy. I love it. Um, I don't. It sounds okay. very pretentious to me. But either way, um, yeah, Bruno Fernandes came out after the match saying essentially he doesn't understand how it wasn't a penalty. We talked about it. We both didn't really think it was one. But he doesn't understand how it isn't a penalty, and he doesn't understand how the or why the referee didn't come to their dressing room and apologize for sure. not calling it like the like the referee in the Wolves match did. Two Wolves after the Manchester United match the week prior, where Onana just bitch slapped. <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> the Wolves defender and it's uh, Randy Orton. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Jake, we are seeing some early controversy. Nice. Then followed up again with the Crystal Palace Arsenal game, where Palace arguably could have and should have had a penalty as well. And we're not seeing some very consistent refereeing so far. Yeah, and uh, I'm not surprised <laughs> at no. all. No. After the last few seasons, uh, especially even more so with the introduction of VAR, where we expect as fans that this added addition is going to make it more accurate. Right. Because why add something that allows you to go back and watch replays and takes more time if you're not going to get the correct call. But we're not finding that uh, to be the case. So, I don't know. It's frustrating as a fan, especially if your team is on the wrong end of these calls, which every single team has been on the wrong end of these calls since VAR has been <laughs> Honestly, in just place. in the first two games of the season, there's Absolutely. been Absolutely. <laughs> it's been over half the league has yeah. been on the wrong side. Um but yeah, at this case, the, the first one we brought up was a, a handball or a potential handball in the box from a Garnacho shot that was maybe two meters away from Romero um, with his arm o- away from the body, but not in yeah. what I would consider an unnatural position. Yeah, I mean, his hand was out, but it's like if you're flinging your body, it's like your hands sure. go play. He's not like diving yeah. across to stop the ball. I mean, he's just his hand was kind of close. It, what I always think is important is like if the elbow's tucked. Yeah. Like if, if your it's elbow's extended. extended if, yeah. If it's but straight. If, yeah. If your elbow's down by your side or even like kind of close, I feel like that's like natural movement, but your hand's not in, in the way, you know? Or it's like if you're at a 90 degree bend right. with your elbow, so your hand is way further right. out. Sure. This was more of a 45. Like, uh, yeah. And uh, that's kind of like I mean, if you're running and you're, you're sticking a foot out, like your hands go out, right. out a little bit. That's just a natural positioning. I don't, I don't know about you, but whenever I run, my hands are straight up in the air <laughs> and out to the side. So it so, makes complete sense to see, me. See, if you set that precedent for yourself, you can never have a handball. So exactly. I that's Well, I was a defender, so yeah. that was kind of my tactic. They could never say my hands were in an unnatural position because they were always in an unnatural position. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, you know, there's such a gray area there. I don't, I don't really like that they haven't defined it more, which yeah. I'm not sure how they would. But I don't know. It's frustrating. Um, I don't think Bruno has any right to go out and call out the refs when the Wolves one was reviewed by the PGMOL and said that was a wrong. That call. was wrong, and the refs got 
dismissed for the for next the weekend, weekend of matches. Yeah. yeah. Which, as far as I know, that has not happened with the Romero handball. Correct. So I, I, I think, you know, I, I get what he's saying, that people like to go after United for getting all the calls for VAR. Well, really, Jurgen Klopp it changed that. Absolutely. Which, and honestly, thank goodness, they got 40 penalties in a season. <laughs> like, 40? across all competitions. Oh, was, wait, no way. Yeah, I swear. To God or to me? I swear to you. Oh, my God. I think in the Premier League itself, they had, like, 18 to 20 something like right in that margin and then like in cups and, and then in cups and in europe matches they ended up getting oh, like close I, to 40 penalties i do remember that yeah and klopp had made a comment to the press that was like like this is ridiculous united get way too many penalties like it's honestly something you have to worry about and since then they've only gotten like 10 and it's like three years was that the, in ins- the primary inception years. of uh varchester Correct. united yeah okay, perfect yep because um, like it's like when they got the after the final whistle one that was ridiculous. Yeah. Which I don't, I mean I don't disagree with calling a penalty after yeah. the whistle because if that was the first dead ball after a penalty had happened and so that's the first chance they had yeah. to look at VAR or have the referee go to the monitor. I get that, but it just, was silly. it but, was yeah. the cherry on top of the icing on, on top the of cake. the cake. Yeah. You know? um, but anyway, yes, I agree. Manchester United shouldn't necessarily feel hard done by it, but it's more the overarching problem of these refs continually getting decisions questionably wrong. There's always going to be public opinion. The court of a public opinion will always debate, especially teams that in this case, like see through a red lens or in the wolves case, see through an orange lens. Nice. Gold. Uh, Yeah. Gold. Um, But it's, it is interesting to then see the crystal palace situation. Mm Mm-hmm. And just to have three controversial refereeing decisions, whether or not, like like we said, like we don't really think the Spurs one was, but to have three controversial decisions from VAR in two match weeks is a little surprising. Like, that's not a good rate of return. Yeah. Brent, do you want to hear a, a sad story? Should I bring out the world's smallest well, violin? You, you definitely saying? should. That sounds terrible. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know it's, how to it's make it. to play. <laughs> I don't know how to make a tiny violin sound. Sound like a bee. Yeah. Um, Well, I uh, as I do, I sometimes wager money on matches. Nice. Um, We don't, you know, condone Condone it. Absolutely not. Um, But for that instance in the Crystal Palace Arsenal game, I had it had some money to gain if Eze or um, Elise, who hit Edouard Partey, oh, um, got a yellow card. Oh, and. That incident happens as it goes down. They think it's a dive. Parche would be a yellow. Mimes the yellow card, oh. which should be a yellow on its own. Oh. Doesn't get one. As it doesn't get one, and then the penalty isn't given after the, the replay shows that there is contact with the leg. Yeah, no, Jake, that's sad. I'm sorry. So that was tough, but more tough for Crystal Palace, who had points on the line and who played really i mean i know arsenal were down to 10 but they played very well that was also a controversial call but that's yeah. not something well, sure. can correct intervene um regardless like like refereeing has been at the forefront but i feel like a lot of matches since covid yeah like it's just come up a lot their their issues and the inconsistencies and like it is a subjective game. Like that's part like part of being a referee is it's like what you see at the time. Again, I cannot reiterate enough that there needs to be a referee camera 
and that's what it should be based off of is like oh. if the referee can't see like it's not a clear and obvious error well i don't like that for other instances like red cards that are like a flailing arm off the ball that where he's not watching i don't know? i don't disagree but i'm just like in general like i don't think you can have a clear and obvious error if something happens outside of his periphery yeah. yes but if it's something like where he's looking 10 yards in front of him and then you bring out sideline cameras overviewing slow motion to draw minuscule like sure i i just don't think it's right brent i think you bring up a good point but i'm gonna go one step further and i think no slow motion at all oh i agree in these var live view like the fact that they could look at last week uh son's contact on jensen jensen yeah uh that was in slow motion he grazes looks way worse and then he just flails and goes down you look at that, and then you look at the Eze contact, and you say one was given a penalty and one wasn't. It just doesn't make sense. There's no consistency. I think you look at it in real time. Don't slow it down. You can zoom in. I think you can pause an image. Sure, absolutely. Like Because like for red card offenses, like if you're watching it in real time and it's like a quick challenge, yeah. like there are moments where it's like, oh, that studs to the ankle. Let's like yeah. stop it on the frame. But I totally agree. I think... Their whole thing with VAR is clear and obvious error. Mm -hmm. That's the whole premise of it. Which, if a ref can't see it from his vantage point, or the sideline referees can't see it from their vantage point, and they get an offside... Like, I don't know how you feel about it, but, like, real-time plays... I mean, you know how I feel about the offsides rules. It's like, don't draw tiny lines. Just the eye test. If you can't tell by looking at it, Mm -hmm. it's not offsides. I realize that, like, camera angles come into play and that kind of stuff, but I feel like... It's all kind of part of it. like, Or you just use the Qatari World Cup system where it's automatic. but Semi-automatic. Semi-automatic. But, um, yeah, it's it's something I get heated about. I can tell. And, I don't like that. And, Brent, to, to compound the eye test. Compounding interest. Nice. Compounding eye test. <laughs> <laughs> to your point about the eye test, um, something non-Premier League related. Uh, the UCL qualifying games were today. Yeah. Um, in, in the PSV Rangers game, mm-hmm. there was what appeared to be a clear offside, offside on one of the Rangers goals. Uh, it was given um, in the game. Yeah. They went to VAR. They never drew the lines, at least on the feed that right. we were given. Uh, but it looked like he was offside. But they said, nope, he's onside. And it just went on from there. And I don't hate that. because well, the referee got it right. So if it was close yeah. enough... And the referee said on the field that he looked like he was onside, and you, they, I'm sure they did draw the lines, but I think they did. The commentator made a comment. I think you have to. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I I don't hate it because then you're just looking at centimeters and. Yeah. No, I I do get that. My problem is still it comes down to like when did the ball get played? Like, yeah. How how accurate is that frame by frame sure. analysis? Because even if you do the semi-automatic system. There's still somebody deciding when the ball got hit. There's no sensors in the ball saying hit now, which maybe there should be. Maybe somebody needs to figure that out. But, uh, I mean, I feel that way about the we NFL. We have the technology. I feel that way about the NFL. How is there not some kind of, like, red-eye system for goal line and, and goal first line. downs that doesn't re- – anyway. Um, goal line technology. There, there, to your point, there's room for technology. We have the technology. <laughs> uh, I just – yeah, I, I, I think – I'm just tired of this being a topic. I'm tired of it being a topic. I would rather have That's no too VAR. That's too damn bad. I'd rather have no VAR and just have the referees call it as they see it. But Brent, what are we going to talk about 
if there's no VAR controversy. Controversy. Uh, we could talk about a team like Brighton. We could talk to you about a team like Brighton, who, not unlike their mascot, are soaring. Seagulls flying. We're soaring, flying. Yeah, I got there. There's not a goal oh. in the world that we cannot score. We're going to work on that one. I liked where workshop you were going it, with it, it, but it needs some refinement. We'll call on Ed Sheeran. Get He's a good songwriter. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, they, uh, Jake, they're picking up right where they left off from last year, which I'm surprised about. I, I honestly thought they would be a little bit of a one season wonder, especially a player like Matoma. I did not know if he'd be able to recreate the heroics, but then here he comes getting one of the goals of the season already, picking up the ball at halfway. Assist of the season. Well, from a stupid yawn, (laughs) that's what saved me in fantasy this week. Um, but yeah, are you surprised how well they're doing? They're no, scoring a lot. They, they are scoring a lot. Um, I guess I'm surprised at the extent of how well they're doing. I thought they were going to start off hot and keep the form from last season. I never doubted that. They've always adapted to losing players. They have a good system in place. Before they even lost Caicedo, they had the players in the door and were part of the system. So they have Moda Hood and uh, James Milner, as we talked about last week. James, thank you. Um, filling in that uh, Caicedo-shaped hole in the midfield. But I didn't think that they were going to be this dominant this early. And my big thing is if they can keep it up, which, you know, I'd hate to beat a dead horse. Um, at least, you know, not for fun. Right. Sometimes but you have to. Out of practicality, <laughs> sometimes you do have to, Jake. I, I will say, first off, just quick tangent. Caicedo, speaking of which, had a stinker of oh, a yeah, debut. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Gave away a penalty. Lost possession five times, I think it said, in his 20-minute in his cameo, 15-minute cameo. Tough. He did not look super interested or fit or sharp. I did not see his cameo. Um, I was at the zoo. So, oh. um, quick, uh, name your favorite animal on three. One, two, three. Zebra. Harpy eagle. All right. <laughs> So zebra is any of my favorite animal. I love otters, <laughs> sea otters. We don't talk about otters. They have baby otters there, and we completely miss them. I don't oh, know where. I don't know that. how we missed the exhibit, but anyways, he exhibit pimp my ride. <laughs> Yo, I heard he you was... liked otters. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, uh, he did not look good. Brighton got a freaking steal with that yeah. the cash inflow. Um, so we'll see if they continue to purchase through this window, but it doesn't look like they need anything at the moment, obviously. Yeah. Um, like we've harped on before, Europe is going to be coming for them. They will need the depth. So maybe one or two uh, incomings could do them a, a little good. They certainly have the cash to get a couple incomings. I think they need it for, for depth reasons. Plus, you never know what's going to happen with, like, James Milner isn't going to be available for 38 games to 50 games a season. Sure. He's just not. He's too old. So... But he's built different. You know, I hadn't considered that. Yeah. You know, they don't need it. In fact, they should probably sell everybody other than James Milner. What about he goal, could do it goalie? all. No, he oh. could do it all. Really? Yeah, he could be the goalkeeper, right? So he can use Cam his Avinga? hands. <laughs> yes. But he could use his hands and then still play the rest of the field, then go back into the box and use his hands. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I guess he could do that. He could do it. He's got the stamina. <laughs> he does have the stamina. He's he won fit. all those fitness he's tests. He's fit as a fiddle. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, are, are you, I guess, are you surprised? 
Jake, I am. Okay. I, like I said, <laughs> I kind of thought that they would have a little bit of a downturn to start the season. I just I didn't know if they could continue the momentum with all just the controversy around the team to start the year. Um, but, I mean, technically speaking, right now they sit top of the Premier League with a six-goal differential. Absolutely, man. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just think they have great players. But is Solly March going to continue this form? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. I mean, three goals in two matches is a lot. No. Um, Expected, actually. I mean, they're just – look. at the end of the day, they're flying right now. Um, Solly March, I was just looking at, leads the team in shot attempts right now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, coming from that uh, right flank, he yeah. is getting a lot of opportunities. Um, and, you know, they, they've played uh, two games so far. Opposition hasn't been stellar. They're coming up against West Ham next week, who we expected to start slow. Uh, but obviously up a big t- turned the screws uh, against Chelsea and made them look like they were still in last season. I don't know how Mikel Antonio does it still. He's like 36. heck of a finish. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. I mean, it was terrible defending. Sure. But they have still not found a replacement for him, and I think that's really concerning for West Ham. Because they are in talks for uh, Yusuf Enesiri. Not from Skamaka? <laughs> no. Skamaka's gone. Yeah, no, I know. That's... <laughs> the doctor's the gone. The doctor's gone. Yeah, they do have a tough stretch. They have uh, West Ham home, Newcastle home, Man United away, then Bournemouth home, and then Villa away. Speaking of which, uh, Bournemouth home now with Tyler Adams, so there's no way they win. He's going to break everything up in midfield. America. America. Uh, but yeah, other than that Bournemouth match, which um, is an easy, easier on the scale. It's like easy A, like the movie. Great movie. Yeah. Stanley Tucci? I was thinking more Emma Stone. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> Jake, that is surprising. Um, anyways, I just finished watching La La Land and Create Stupid Love. Oh. Love those movies. I don't know that I've seen... Well, I saw La La Land. I don't know that I've ever seen Crazy Stupid Love. Sounds crazy really? and stupid. You should watch Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. Um, but anyways, after I watched the They're both Emma Stone League. movies. Okay. It was a joke. Um, yeah, I, I think this will be kind of a test with West Ham, Newcastle, and Man United the next three games. Although United looked terrible, so maybe not. Sure, but Newcastle... Absolutely. Yeah. That that that'll be the first uh, litmus test. If litmus. You will. Sure. That too. Isn't it? Isn't it a litmus test? I think it's L I T. Isn't it? I thought there was an M in there. Let Let me look. You keep talking. I'll, I'll look keep it up. talking. Um, but yeah. So I I think with that and also Europe coming up because Europe starts earlier than you think. It is litmus. You're right. I, I thought, know. I thought you were saying a P. Oh no, litmus. Okay. I thought you said a T. Lit. Like lit, is. litmus. Lit. I was saying litmus. Litmus. Yes. Litmus. Okay. Yeah. I'm so glad that we cleared that up. No, me too. Let That's... me clear up this pan, pan <laughs> situation. Um, but yeah, Europe, Brighton. Asia, South America, North America, Africa, Australia, 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 Antarctica. Doesn't count. This has been the PM <laughs> <laughs> geography segment. Jake was a geography major, so kind of. Fits. Do you have any fun facts for us? Do I have any fun geography yeah, facts? Yeah, off the top of your head. Off the top of my head. Um, Alaska is the northernmost, westmost, and eastmost state of the United States. I did know that. Well, because you're from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boo, boring, boring. 
Anyway, um, anything, <laughs> any other questions? No, I don't about think, geography. Not about geography. I think if we're talking about the Premier League and we're talking about Brighton, I would say they are looking like they could finish as high as fourth. I don't know that they will. So it's funny you say that. I uh, was listening to a podcast last week. Was it PL and PJs? It wasn't. Ah, uh, don't want to hear about it. Sucked. Don't want to hear about it. <laughs> don't want to hear about it. Um, and someone on there was predicting their top four, and they put Brighton at four. And I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, I just I don't think they had. I don't think they're ready for that with the European competition. Well, that was it was right before the season, so then they won those two games emphatically, and I was like, you know, this this guy's not Maybe. crazy, but you know, I will say once once again they have to play in Europe. Yeah, that's an extra a toll on the players, and yeah. if they keep selling all their best players, they don't they don't have the depth. But uh, we'll see. They do have one of the best recruiting departments in all of soccer, football, Footy. foosball, uh, if you're German, which I am, uh, 40% apparently. Say three but. German words. Nine. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> and hallo. Hallo. <laughs> Ooh, schnitzel. <Perfect>. <laughs> The schnitzel man? <laughs> the schnitzel. Um, anyway, Jake, this has gone really off the rails. So? Um... I don't know that I have anything else to add. I have no idea on the timing of this if we're close to when we should be ending this we podcast. We are. I, I kept track of it. Oh, okay. Well, then why not just end it here? We're, we're having a good time. We're talking about geography. Having a good time. Having a good time. Let's not try to sing again. No. <laughs> My ad-libbing was not great the first time. It was time. fine. I thought it was okay. Um, Bad. But yeah, uh, VAR, terrible. Yep. Refereeing just in general, bad. Sure. So, bad, uh, yep. Oh, I, I will note that I lost all my money on Tottenham, Manchester United, both teams to score, even though you Ooh. warned me against it. Did I? You said, oh. it's Man United, they're not going to score. Oh, well, it sounds like me. I mean, they do have Hoyland coming back, so who knows? Okay. Not even coming back, coming. But he didn't play that game, and you knew that. So. Correct, you yeah. You were correct. No, I, 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 did, I did have some foresight on that, Jake. The, the last thing that I just want to ask about, just please, just real quick, just real quick. How about those bees? <laughs> what, you want to talk about the bees? Well, just just real quick. They are, I mean, I know we're only two matches in, but they dismantled Fulham. I know that Tim Ream got a double yellow, which was a little also bit of a... Also a referee but, controversy. Well, it just made me think. We were talking about teams in fourth place. The bees are No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> they're not going to finish there, but they're there right now is what I'm saying. That's what made me think of it. What I really wanted to talk about when I was looking at the table is so far... Our uh, bottom three, pretty accurate. Everton, bottom, Wolves, 19th, Burnley, and then Luton. I think Burnley will bounce back. Burnley playing Man City was tough. Yeah. Um, uh, but we aren't far off on those predictions. Yeah, and two games in, you know what they say. Uh, first two games are indicative of the entire season. So is that what they say? It is exactly what I they always say. heard that it was the first game. Really? You're telling me it's the first two. First two, yeah. That, mm. That doesn't sound you right. You have to have the perfect amount of sample size. Where oh. two, two is that sweet spot. Three, that's too, mi- too, too many samples. Five is Five right is out. Right <laughs> um, but yeah, so I... Either way, I'm just proud of us because uh, Wolves and Everton... Although Wolves Wolves look good. They definitely don't deserve... Well, they deserve to lose to they Brighton. Probably, they probably, they probably should have yeah. at least a point from the Manchester United game. But uh, Everton, bad. Bad. DCL broken face. <laughs> Ouch. Ouchie. Ooh. Ooh, ouchie. Oh, just imagine when he's got a mask, though. 
oh, he's going to be deadly. That's going to be sweet. It's like uh, He's not going to be able to see the ball. It might make him better. So like him and Son had the mask yeah. and it was terrible. They didn't care who I was until I put on a mask. <laughs> Dude, that's Marvel, not DC. <laughs> L. Oh, shit. That's Gosh, cool. that. Does oh. Bane say something about a mask other than it would be very painful? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he talks about the mask. Well, except the one you said. Right. Yeah. The mask doesn't really come up in that movie. What does come up every week, though, is the Premier League. And we will be back next week with more giggles, more tangents, because we're a lot less structured this season. Yeah, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) And a lot less bets, because Um, money is a valuable thing that we love to throw away, but we don't want other people to throw away. Love throwing it away. Um but not like this Telluride whiskey oh. that we are sipping for the first time. Sipping pretty. Um, Telluride Distilling Company Mountain Mash. I think it's pretty good. It is pretty good. I mean, mine was gone about 10 yeah, minutes ago. You finished ago. it quite quickly. So, uh, um, you're kind of behind. So I guess I can say my whiskey's gone. The topics are done. Your whiskey's not done. Do you have any other topics? No. So. Okay, cool. So from the Premier League podcast with the Coziest Dress Code, we'll see you next time. Make sure you keep an extra one for later in your litter hose.